You're listening to Zen Sandwich, a podcast that encourages mindfulness, gratitude, and hopefully an occasional laugh. I'm Mark Reed, a former college professor and lawyer. Now I live in the countryside of Japan, make traditional Japanese paper, and try to make myself and the world a little better today than it was yesterday. I'm here twice a week, either with research and observations or talking with inspiring, artistic, and influential people. The idea is to bring some calm and kindness to the world and help you do the same. Hey, here we are. So if you're listening to this episode or uh, watching on YouTube, please hit subscribe if you, if you are, if you're there, there's a good chance you already know my guest today. He's been on the program once before, and I imagine a lot of his follower, followers will be tuning in for this one. Homer Duke is an artist a self-described uh, uh, modern expressionist. Um, and one thing that's fascinating about Homer is that he's always been an artist his whole life. Uh, he's always made his living that way. That, that's uh, amazing to me. Um, you know, most people have to go through a kind of starving phase, uh, well, pretty much their whole life <laughs> as an artist, but Homer's always made his career that way. Um, I first interviewed Homer because I was so impressed with his work. Uh, and we've maintained a friendship, and, and here we are. But we're going to talk about something a little different today. Um, and mostly that is maintaining a positive spirit or vibe or mindset while going through something difficult, something upsetting, traumatic even. Homer is in the midst of a divorce. And uh, normally one guy's divorce wouldn't be the focal point of a uh, Zen Sandwich episode, but Homer isn't your typical guest either. Uh, he's a, a minor celebrity of sorts. I think that's fair to say. His, uh, his loyal followers on Twitter now total over 26,000. And uh, the message that he clings to certainly resonates with the theme of this program, to, to be positive, to be grateful, even in difficult times. So with that, Homer, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. All right, Homer. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, um, there was some stresses going on, and um, my husband was having a mental break, and uh, I've been going to therapy and I've been begging him to go to therapy. Um, and uh, he refused to seek help. And typically whenever he's having an emotional moment, I can hug him and kind of help him out of it and tell him it's going to be okay. And he calms down and the next day is better. Uh, but this time things got uh, a little more violent. And uh, I, I asked him to check himself into the hospital and he said he wasn't going to. And uh, he said he didn't want to be any and <clears throat> be married anymore. And so I asked him to leave. Okay. I, it came as a shock to, I think, a lot of us who follow you on, uh, I, you know, I follow you on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And, um, and because, you know, the last time you and I spoke, which was just a few months ago, um, it seemed like uh, euphoric. 
paradise. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, you know, not that we're, we should be privy to your uh, personal life, but we, I don't think any of us saw any kind of anything that was negative happening in the background. And then suddenly there were these posts like, Hey, we're, we're getting a divorce. And, you know, even my first reaction uh, was like, well, let's see things. People get emotional sometimes. Maybe this is just a, you know, maybe they had a fight or something, you know, and then oh, there'll be a day that'll pass and you'll come back and say, okay, we're fine now. But no, this, you know, this is the real deal, right? I saw the marriage certificate ripped up. I've seen, I saw the U-Haul, you know, packed up. I mean, it's, this is official. It's happening, right? Yeah, it's final. Uh, I don't, I can't live in a violent home. You shouldn't, uh, and yeah. It came as a shock to most people, I think, because I don't share negative things that are happening in my life. I, I only share with others um, things that are positive, you know, right. because that's who I am. So no one knew what our day-to-day lives was because I would only show them moments of happiness on social media. Right. So then this wasn't like a, just a sudden thing. This was something gradual that happened over the course of. No, no. We've been together off and on for a, quite a while, I guess almost three years. And every summer he, he gets this thing where he misses Michigan or, uh, and I would be supportive. I'd tell him, go visit your family, you know, uh, and every summer for almost three years, he would pack up and, and leave me. And, uh, this time it's for good. I'm not going to keep doing the back and forth every summer with him, you know, and I'm certainly not going to live in a violent home. Yeah. You, you've mentioned the violence and, uh, and I wasn't even aware that that was a, an element of the, uh, you know, the, the marriage ending until you posted. And I'm, I can see you now, uh, for, for those just listening, uh, you, you've got a shiner <laughs> you've got a uh, a black eye i mean what what happened there um <clears throat> he gets violent he gets crazy he's he uh he he starts throwing punches and he, he tries to get me to hit him back because uh uh his thing is, is he thinks that if he were to get me arrested it would be a, a control thing with him Mm. And uh, I grew up with eleven brothers. You know, I'm I'm used to tussling around with with right. a, with another guy. It's, you know, I can take a punch, whatever. Right. <laughs> and it, it takes a lot of courage not to hit someone back, especially growing up with eleven brothers. You got that. And right. my brothers uh, called and was like, "I I hope that you you defended yourself." And I'm like, you know what, I didn't. You know, I don't, I kept telling him that I loved him and trying to break through to him and trying to get past his anger. And well, I got to, I got to ask though, Homer, like at the first sign of violence, whether it was two years ago or two months ago, at the first time that something became violent, why did you stick with him? I, I didn't want to give up on him. You know, I, yeah. he, <clears throat> we're all, we're all broken a little, you know, and I just, I just didn't want to give up on him. And I knew that he wanted unconditional love most of all. And I was trying to 
uh, show him that it is possible and love him, truly love him. Yeah. But sometimes uh, you have to love yourself more. Yeah. Um, when it's not yeah. reciprocated, you know? Yeah, I, I do know. I've been through uh, some devastating breakups before. I have witnessed some very ugly, violent divorces in my time. Um, you know, the majority of my family has been divorced at one point in time. I've seen a lot of it. So uh, that brings me to the question of how do you stay positive? How do you stay positive through going through something like this? It's just how I'm wired. <laughs> I'm a happy guy, you know. Uh, I've had a lot of tragedy in my life, and uh, I've made the, the conscious decision years ago that sadness and sad things and tragedies are going to happen. It's how we respond to those moments in our lives to uh, not get muddled down in the darkness because once you start walking in the darkness, it's hard to get yourself out of it. So I choose, I choose the light. I choose happiness. I choose to not walk in darkness. Yeah. Well, that that's a good message. And that's really why I wanted to talk to you, not just to, you know, uh, exploit a, a dramatic story about what's going on in your, in your life, but because you do remain positive, And I think that you're, your words and your, uh, your, your story and your attitude hopefully can help someone that's listening to this or watching this. Um, you posted very recently, it might've been today. It might've been a few hours ago. Uh, you, I think it was just simply trust the journey. And, yes. um, and can you describe that a little bit more? Describe it for people who don't trust their own journey, who are downright scared about what <laughs> is going to happen to them. You have to trust the journey. It's the path that you're on. It's your path. It's your story. Uh, I'm, I'm centered, focused on where I'm going in life. And thank goodness I have my, my art career and my passion. My passion leads me. And I know that my journey is, is halfway over. It's just begun. Tomorrow is going to be fantastic because... I trust my journey. Trusting your journey, you just have to put one step in front of the other and know that you're heading in the right direction. If you have a good heart, if you choose to be good and good to others, mm. that journey is going to have an amazing outcome. And the end of the journey, you need to be able to look back and say, yes, I've had a great life and I made great decisions and I treated people well. And I, you know, yeah. Yeah. So I, I agree. I, uh, you know, I've, I've had my shares of ups and downs and, uh, you know, I look back and a lot of times the, the downs, the, the tough times, you know, they were a sort of catalyst or stepping stone to something even greater, you know? So. Yes. This will, this will catapult me into probably some of my best work. And listen, being a creative type, some of your best work comes from the, the worst tragedies mm, that's good. or the darkest moments in your life. Yeah. Um, Songwriters experience it all the time. What's that? Songwriters experience it all the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I like to write and uh, I, I certainly have, uh, you know, uh, used that as a, as a way to get me through tough times before. Um, well, let's talk about your art. Um, you, uh, I think at one point in time, somewhat recently, you had said uh, that you were getting to a point 
and I, I, I took this as a very positive uh, thing that you're getting to a point where you don't have to take commissions anymore. Like you're just going to paint for yourself and maybe sell that. But then again, this happened and you said you were going to take commissions because you got a divorce to pay for. Uh, are you, are you still doing, are you still taking commissions or, you know, what? I Describe, am. Yeah. So, so, uh, I, sometimes, sometimes, uh, when I'm painting, it can feel like work and typically it doesn't feel like work because I love what I do. And uh, I'm there. There are moments in my career where, where I feel that if I could just focus on creating what I want to paint, because I, in all honestly, my personal body of work leans towards the pop art, uh, Andy Warhol-ish, mm. you know, and uh, soup cans with Superman and with, or soup cans with flowers poking out of it. And that stuff sells really hot. In fact, as soon as I, I, when I do paint just for myself, just for fun, it sells immediately after posting it or mm. putting it out there on the internet. And so I know that I can create uh, just by painting my own personal body of work. But um, when I'm going through a tough time and uh, being robbed of half my uh, money that was in the bank, you know, I realized that I've got to get some serious money in and get it in quick because I still have a mortgage to pay. I still have a car mm -hmm. note. I still have insurance payments and I, I still have healthcare coverage and all that stuff, you know, and mm. I want to be able to still be financially fine. So I put it out there that, Hey, if, <laughs> if you if you ever wanted to own a Homer Duke painting and you wanted me to you had a special photo that you wanted me to create for you now is the time to hire me because I'm cutting deals and there you go my 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 fans and my my support system and the people who follow me religiously they pulled through and uh I'm going to be fine financially thank oh, God great. that's thank awesome the universe. and I didn't have any doubt that I would be but there is that that little moment when all of this is happening where you're, when you think, Oh my gosh, what is going to happen? Yeah. Oh, my talent, my talents in my, my art, it saves me every time. That's awesome. Do you yeah. ever, when, when you paint something, uh, I've, I've always wanted to ask an artist this. I'm surprised I haven't before. Uh, when you paint something that you want to paint, like you're not, you're not painting a, you're not commissioned to paint a photograph for someone, but you know, it's coming from your heart and your mind. Do you have some hesitancy about selling it, like giving it away? No, I don't, I don't have a personal attachment to it. I, I, I look at as my art career as a whole hmm. and uh, I don't have a, a personal attachment to each piece. I create it and I'm happy to send it out. I'm just glad I got it out of my system. Like I've been painting, been wanting to paint this Superman with the Campbell soup can forever. And mm. I just recently started it and it's looking fantastic. And I know it's going to go to a good home. Uh, but I, I think of the, I think of my legacy and my art career as a whole. And I know that it's going to have a great spot mm. in a period of my art career. Yeah. Sense. Yeah, yeah, and you're you're a very prolific painter. I mean, you paint every day, and you you put out the work. Uh, do you do you have an idea of how many you've how many uh, paintings you've you've done? 
It's in the thousands. It's in the thousands. Uh, yeah, I paint every day. I, I finish painting almost every day, sometimes three a week, sometimes five a week. It just depends. Uh, and uh, I feel guilty. I have clients that have been waiting months, and I feel guilty about it, but I have to feel it. If, if I'm in a spot, like I'm painting someone's dog, and uh, pet portraits are, are my bread and butter, there are technical things where light and shadow happens in a, in a painting that if I'm being challenged technically, I'll work on something else for a, a couple of days until I figure it out in my head and I'll come back to it. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know? Um, you, I know you follow, uh, rad rhymes, radical rhymes on Twitter. Yeah. yeah he's, he's pretty cool. He, he did an episode with me and he, uh, also he talked about that he's got to feel it and he'll like, if he's not feeling the, the moment of the painting, he'll put it away and he'll just wait. And it, it might be a few minutes. It, it might be a few days later before he comes back to it, but he's got to yeah. be, he's got to be in the zone, I guess you, you could say. Well, I, uh, I do have to ask you about one paint cause you're, you know, obviously your, your paintings are celebrated. They're beautiful. I, I think they're wonderful. Uh, I hope to own a Homer Duke one day, but, uh, um, but you know, there's, a, there's always a critic out there somewhere. What happened with this dog that you made gay? What, what was this all about? Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I, had, <laughs> I have a, um, a recording artist, celebrity, uh, who was on Dancing with the Stars. Uh, and she commissioned me to paint her dog. Uh, and she wanted it quite large. And I was happy to do it. I was thrilled to get the commission, but I was also more excited. She has like a million followers on Instagram, and a mil, almost a million followers on Twitter. Uh, and she found me on Facebook, a friend of hers, because I'm from Nashville and I, I have a large uh, recording artist following from Nashville. And so she connected with me through uh, Facebook from my art page. And she asked me not to tag her in any of the social media because, and she gave me several reasons, which none of them sit right with me, but uh, she has a, a, a very conservative following and she hasn't had a big hit in a few years. And uh, her career has been hurt since her divorce and since Dancing with the Stars. And, and it, it really kind of hurt my feelings because one, it could have given her an opportunity to show that she was actually a, a inclusive artist right. and that she, and that she could have used her celebrity for something positive. And also uh, uh, in her texts, there was lots of I love yous and thank you for doing this. Well, if you're, if you're really in supportive of me, why not give me a hand up while I'm yeah. doing this? And on top of that, I could have made your deal. But you know? <laughs> the, thing, the thing is, I saw the painting and um, not that there would be anything wrong if the dog was gay. I didn't see what was gay about the dog. Well, I, I put, I put, uh, I put all the, the colors of the rainbow flag all around the background of the, of the dog. I know. I, I, well, I noticed that, but I, I just thought it was beautiful. I just thought it was a, a nice painting and, uh, Thank you. I, I, how someone could look at that and a think there, there was any sort of, uh, flavor of the dog's sexuality in the painting, uh, and B would care if there was and C, you know, wouldn't still be, I, you know, it just, when I saw that, 
where she was coming from was she didn't want her fan base seeing that she was attached to a openly homosexual artist. Well, you she don't deserve her. Yeah, she doesn't deserve you. I mean, I should say you, you don't sell her a painting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've already cast the check and I kind of, well, okay. <laughs> okay, Homer. So, uh, I do a segment, uh, on every episode you might recall called five minutes in, uh, where I try to offer some practical advice to people, um, you know, not like real Zen monk type advice, but just like something practical that they can implement in their day. Um, as you're going through this tough time in your life, you know, like when you wake up, when you wake up this morning or when you wake up tomorrow morning, you know, I'm sure this weighs heavy on you. Uh, how do you snap out of it? If, uh, if it is weighing on your mind, what do you do as a practical matter to get your mind back in a positive mindset every day? Every morning I wake up and I choose kindness. I choose to be kind to myself. I choose to be kind to others. And um, I focus on my work. My work pulls me out of everything. And uh, being charitable towards others is a great way to get outside of your own head and outside of your own problems, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, I, I, I'm a firm believer in that. When I get... When I get down and out, and it you know it happens to everybody. Uh, I mean, I'm a pretty uh, upbeat kind of guy, but you know everybody gets the blues. Um, I try to focus my attention on like somebody else. Like, what can I do for my wife, or what can I do for you know a family member or something? You know, just maybe send them a it's nice so message. It's so helpful to yeah. think of someone else when you're going through your own struggles. It helps. It really does. That's it. And I love what you said about like you know you choose kindness and you do. yeah. And I, th I think that people forget that, that, you know, uh, I talk sometimes on the show about like, you know, make your thoughts intentional, you know, uh, like, you know, sometimes someone might, you, you might have a bad thought that comes in your head or whatever. And I try to tell people, I mean, this is part of the Zen thing that, you know, you are not your thoughts, you know, a random thought might come into my head, but just in the same way, a random car horn might honk outside my house or it doesn't mean that that thought that just popped in my head is who I am. But what I do have control over is to have intentional thoughts. You know, I can then focus my attention on someone else or, you know, on, um, you know, gratitude, be, just being thankful that, Hey, I'm alive, you know? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm extremely grateful every day, every moment of every day. I'm grateful for my clients. I'm grateful for the people who show kindness and love towards me. You wouldn't believe the outpouring of support and love I've gotten from so many people around the world. And it's been amazing. Yeah. You know? Well, you're a beautiful person. Some of, the, some of the biggest words of encouragement have come from people who live in Britain. You know, uh, I guess in Britain, whenever uh, people separate there, it's, it's just an agreement. And they don't understand when Americans go through this, how it has to be ugly. And, and so that... It, that the amazing amount of words of encouragement and support from people from all over the world has been so helpful and beneficial to me. And I'm forever grateful for that. Well, that's awesome. I, you do have a following from all over the world. Cause uh, I, I see it on, on Twitter and uh, well, where else can people find you? I'll, I'll put in the description, you know, your Twitter handle and uh, I know you're on Instagram and Facebook. 
uh, anywhere yeah, else? TikTok. My uh, my fan page on Facebook is Artist Homer Duke. Uh, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. Um, okay. Is somebody? I try to keep my personal Facebook page just for my close friends and my family. Right. Uh, you know. If someone wanted to commission you for a painting, uh, could they just reach you through one of those means? Yeah, you can email me at homerdukepaints at gmail.com and uh, I'll answer your email as soon as I receive it. Awesome. Well, um, there you go, folks. Follow Homer. Uh, I, even if uh, you're not going to commission him to paint something, Homer is a treat to follow because he, he gives these, uh, these words of encouragement. He'll compliment your butt. Uh, let's put it that way. And uh, he gives these words of encouragement that, you know, it really does like brighten people's day. I can just see the way they respond to you that like it get, puts them in a good mood right from the beginning. So keep that up. <laughs> yeah. um, you can follow this show in a, uh, a Facebook group called the Zen Dog Life. Uh, and we're blessed with Homer's presence there as well. Um, or you can support the show and get access to more episodes and videos at patreon.com slash Zen Sandwich. For just three bucks, you not only get the extra access, I will send you a handmade postcard that my wife and I make. We make Japanese paper called washi, and uh, we'll make you a postcard, and I will send it to you wherever you are in the world. Um, all right, Homer, it's been a blast as always. I'm sorry you're going through a tough time, but if it's anybody right. can handle it, you, you're, you're the guy. I've got this. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Homer. Take care, my friend. Thank you. You too.